0: Coming straight from the airwaves of Los Angeles, California, episode number two, Fight the Hands podcast. This is your host, Danny. And I'm here to talk all things MMA, all things combat sports. We're gonna review Mexico City. We're gonna look forward to UFC Copenhagen in Denmark, and we're gonna bullshit this motherfucker all the way through. So sit back, relax, wherever you're at. Thank you for listening. Hit the music. Let's go. Um. Let's go, let's go. I'd like to welcome you back to the podcast today. Fight the hands. Talking all things UFC, MMA. Uh, A lot of shit went down since the last time I podcasted last week's episode number one. That motherfucker was horrible. I listened back to that. I'm surprised that anyone listened to it. So, um, I kind of winged that one. And this one, we're doing a little better. A little better production. And, but we're still talking about the same shit. So, you know, wherever you're at, thank you for listening. We're gonna begin into the UFC Mexico recap and talk about all the shit that went down in that one. You know, pretty disappointing main event, obviously because of an eye poke. Uh, but and then we're gonna look in look ahead to UFC Copenhagen, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll just talk all things MMA. All right, so uh, UFC Mexico City. It was uh, it was an okay card. It was cool. had had quite a few knockouts. I had a one nasty, nasty spinning knockout, dude. Uh, homeboy freaking nailed him with a spinning backhand as the other dude was looking for a spinning backhand. I mean, he literally countered him with a spinning backhand. I don't know what the chances of that is, and uh, it was so fast. I don't know if he could have anticipated a spinning backhand, but. Uh, You know, that was pretty crazy That was uh, by Steven Peterson Motherfucker knocked his ass out So, that was cool But, you know, main event ended unexpectedly And everyone wasn't very happy about it Especially the Mexican fans You know, who paid a lot of money to be there? They showered everybody with uh, with beer bottles, popcorn. Shit was funny as hell, man. I don't know if you guys seen the uh, the video that Michael Bisping posted, and uh, the commentator I forget his name, but dude was under the desk, looked like he was shitting bricks. I mean, he was still doing his job though. He was still doing his thing. I mean, calling the fights. Michael Bisping in his video, he's up there shadow boxing nobody, looking like he's ready to fight somebody. Uh, he had forgot he was even on the air And shit was just flying all over the place They had UFC security Had to cover Jeremy Stevens and get his ass out of there um, So It was kind of a, a hectic ending To that night I didn't like how Yair Rodriguez uh, Was kind of Egging on the crowd and, and jumping up on the cage And acting like he's acting like he wasn't the one that poked him in the eye I, I, I really didn't understand uh, his whole, you know, mentality, like, like, bro, you were the one that is, caused all this. The reason that you know this fight was stopped is because he got his eye poked or scraped, whatever you want to call it. And you're over there mad, yelling, getting, you know, kind of looking like a little baby. I, in my opinion, and he was, uh, I don't know, man. He, I didn't, I didn't like his reaction. He's over there talking about he has to live with this bro it's an eye poke it happens so he's making it seem like like jeremy stevens was trying to get out of the fight like it was 10 seconds into the fight Uh, nothing had happened yet jeremy stevens had paid all that money what he said 30k to train and have his whole camp over there in mexico city for six weeks you know he's fought the best of the best for you for him to even allude to the the thought that jeremy stevens was trying to get out of there is 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 ridiculous literally ridiculous i mean jeremy stevens has fought the best of the best i mean i don't know if you guys are aware but this fool jeremy stevens has fought top level dudes his whole career i mean it's been it's been you know you know, name after name, let, let me let's let me go down the list. And this is just from the last decade, right? The last decade, this is a pretty incredible list. I don't know if you're gonna find anyone out there that has a better, you know, list of fighters that he's gotten in the octagon with than Jeremy Stevens. I mean, let's look at Rafael Dos Años, Melvin Gillard, Anthony Pettis, Donald Cerrone, Eve Edwards, Cub Swanson, Charles Oliveira, Dennis Bermudez, Max Holloway, Randon Barrow. Gilbert Melendez Josh Hammond, Jose Aldo And Zabib Magomir Sharapov That is an incredible list I mean If you think about that list I mean You know Granted he didn't win All those fights He lost Quite a few of them You know A lot of them He lost But He he didn't run away From any of those dudes To think that he was going to try to get out of this fight with Yari Rodriguez like like Yair was going to show him something he, he had never seen before. Yair is just trying to make his way to the top 5. I mean, the dude is is in my opinion from what I seen now, I mean, I didn't know this before, but he's crybaby. First of all, he kind of looks like a the way he acted was ridiculous. Second of all, the dude was cut for not accepting fights. So for him to even come at Jeremy Stevens with some type of uh, you know statement like he was trying to get out of the fight you have to he said he said uh this is exactly let, let, let's read a quote from Yair rodriguez so you can get his you know his exact point of view he says quote you always have to give the benefit of the doubt to your opponent and how he's feeling he said but He's the only one that's going to have to live with that in his head, in his mind, for the rest of his life if it was a lie. I can't imagine how it feels to have an eye poke out there, but I know how it feels to have an eye closed and I can still fight. Even like that, even though I couldn't see, I was ready to go to the third round, Rodriguez says, because I said yes, I can see even if it was a lie. Come on, bro. I mean eye poke is different than a a cornea abrasion i mean an eye poke is one thing i agree you get poked in the eye for the most part you should be able to you know continue but an eye abrasion i mean bro if you get your eye scraped if your cornea freaking you know gets scraped and 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 cut you know i I think it's pretty safe to say that you gotta say man hey he can't open his eye his eye if you watched it live or if you've seen the video Herb Dean did a great job trying to give him all the time in the world. They couldn't even force his eye open. I mean, his eye went into just, you know, survival mode. I mean, I, I I guess your body acts some crazy ways when you're in some crazy times. And you know what? His eyelid realized that his cornea was fucked up. It was fucked up. It was hurting. It was, you know, it didn't want to have exposed his raw eye to whatever, you know, can be in the air or whatever. And it was shut. He could not open it The The doctor was trying to forcefully open his eye And that shit shut You know Tighter than a motherfucking I can't even think of anything right now But he it, That shit was You saw it It wouldn't open It wouldn't open So um, Yair went on to say What's You know what, what does he want to do next And you know We actually know what's next now uh, They've rebooked this fight october 18th ufc boston as the co-main event so yair and jeremy stevens are going to be locked inside that cage again real soon uh in about three weeks actually what's today today is the 26th so actually uh it's going to be a little over three weeks they're going to be locked back in that cage and there is some built up anger from both these dudes i'm really you know i wasn't I was looking forward to this fight based on just a mixed martial arts matchup. Like, this is a pretty good matchup. You got a dude that's, uh, you know, out there trying to bang it out. And you got another, you know, karate dude that's, that's a volume striker. And I was looking forward to that matchup. It was going to be a good one. I had chose Jeremy Stevens to win. But now you got some, you know, fuel on the flame. And these dudes are, you know, really, really hot at each other they don't like each other no more i mean they got into an altercation after uh the day after actually in the hotel um and jeremy stevens said that yair walked up to him was you know shook his hand which you know to me usually means it's a sign of you know respect or whatnot and then just started talking shit about his eyes so jeremy stevens shoved his ass and said You know, he said something uh, along the lines of, uh, "You know, I'm not from this karate school shit. I'm from the streets. So don't don't come up to me talking all this shit." And so now, you know, you got this fuel on the on the flame, and and I'm really looking forward to it now. I want to see. You know, there's gonna be some extra emotions involved in this, and and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's rebooked. UFC on ESPN six on October 18th. Um, and I'm looking forward to that one, man. So, um, nothing else needs to be said. I mean, speculation was are they gonna fight again? Are they gonna move on? But it's rebooked, so that's settled. Let's uh, let's wait and see what the fuck happens because you know now they got some beef and that shit needs to get squashed in the octagon. So, uh, Yair needs to, you know put his big boy pants on and stop acting like a little bitch like he wasn't the one that poked him in his eyes so get back in there see what happens and and we'll we'll, we'll all find out you know co-main event you know co event was pretty good uh it was uh carla esparza alexis grasso and Carlos Sparza actually won that one by a majority decision uh i was i i had picked alexis grasso you know, I thought I was really impressed with her last fight, but Carla Esparza, she's that she's that grappler, that one that you know, uh, when all else fails, you just take her down, and, and and that that that's a good way to win a fight, grind out a fight. It she won the first two rounds, I thought clearly she took Alexis Grosso needs to work on her takedown defense because she was taking her down at will it was it wasn't even uh it wasn't even very hard for her to take her down until until, until carlos sparza got tired that's when it became a little harder for you know her to get her down like in that third round we'll touch on that but the first two rounds she took her down multiple times and uh she, and, and alexis grosso couldn't stop it she couldn't stop the takedown and you know if we were talking pride rules you know, alexis grosso would have won based on the third round alone she beat her ass in the third round she really really went to work uh carla Sparza couldn't get her down to the ground anymore and you know one thing that i was thinking when i was watching that fight alexis Grosso had her hurt bad she hit her with i think a right hand if i remember right and and her knees buckled she didn't go down but her knees buckled and and Her her corner was come on come on come on come on, but man, she wasn't. She was being too patient. I mean, I understand, you know. There's, but you got to strike when the iron's hot. I think she could have ended that fight right there. She had her hurt really really bad, and she just was being patient and and just she didn't show that killer instinct. Um, She also after that, you know. Carla Barza recovered. She was getting hit with some more shots in that round. It ended up going to the ground, and Alexis Grasso locked in a nasty arm bar. Oh, my goodness. You know, all my fellow jujitsu guys who train, I don't know how women are able to just fight through these arm bars. They let their arm get tweaked so bad, and they don't tap. I I don't know, I mean, you know what, my theory is, you know, us men, our pain tolerance, man, uh, we're we're like little babies You put us in, uh, uh, you know, some pain, we're tapping the fuck out You women, you guys have babies and shit, man, we ain't built for that So, you guys, you guys get your arm ripped off, torn off, all this shit, and you don't fucking tap I mean, my goodness, her arm was bent, so nasty, hyperextended, viciously, she just fought that shit through, I mean, how do you want to fight if the chick doesn't tap, you know, that shit was nasty, I've been nailed in an arm bar, fuck, I don't know how she didn't tap, because uh, it literally, it literally, literally was fucking hyperextended, bending the wrong way, and, you know, that shit just was fucking nasty. It was so nasty. But, you know, she didn't tap and she ended up getting the W. So, you know, her arm probably hurt, hurting right now. And uh, her arm is, you know, probably being iced. She, she, uh, it's been quite a few days. So maybe she's all right now. But, uh, but either way, she got the W. Car- Carla Esparza wins. Uh, Majority decision Alexis Grosso needs to work on her takedown defense She needs to work on her killer instinct And she needs to get better at that shit But overall, trending up Alexis Grosso looked pretty good Uh, I was impressed still I mean, she's young She has a lot to learn She has plenty of room to grow You know, if she she looks like she's uh, You know, gonna be pretty damn good Her stand-up is nice She just got to work on that takedown defense work on some jujitsu, but she's young. She has room to grow and she's going to keep growing. So I think the arrow is pointing up for her. Carlos Barza, just that gritty journeyman, journey woman, you know, so she's going to keep on moving forward uh, and we'll see what happens next for them. So that, that was a, uh, that was pretty good. It was, it was kind of a measuring stick fight for, Car- uh, for, for Alexis Grasso. She failed, she failed, but at the same time, uh, in my opinion, she lost for the lack of takedown defense, and it wasn't like she got outclassed. You know, she lost two rounds to th- two rounds to one. She knows how to get better. She knows what she has to do to win that fight. And it was close. I mean, it was close, but, you know, Esparza did the lay and pray and, and got it done. So, um, we got some news this past week uh, that... You know, DC is gonna fight Stipe, the rubber match. You know, so that's that's awesome. I, I kind of alluded to this last week. Who would be next? I didn't think it was gonna be John Jones. That that ship sailed, man. I mean, John Jones, you know, beat his ass twice. Um, juiced, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. We'll never fucking know. You know, Pico Grams or fucking not. We'll never know. I'm a huge John Jones fan, bro. I'll I'll let you know. I've followed John Jones' career since he was, you know... You know, just got into the UFC. And... uh, But at the same time... uh, You know, it's hard to defend a fucking guy like that when he just... Keeps getting into trouble more and more and more. And he stayed clean recently, but... His wins over DC, it's hard not to have an asterisk next to it when you get popped afterwards, you know. Um, but anyways, DC versus Steep A Three, that's gonna be great, you know. DC was on uh, was on uh, the Ariel Helwani show, and he said, uh, "This is what he said." I quote, "I'm gonna fight this guy again. My intention is to fight him the right way. Hopefully, that's enough to get my hand raised. But I'll go out there." Fight him again. Win or lose, I'm not fighting again. This will be the only time that I ever step foot in the octagon again. So, you know, that's that's it right now. It's his retirement fight. This is it for DC. He has one more fight in him. And he was hoping to get it in before the end of the year. Uh, but it turns out yesterday, uh, Brent Akamoto from ESPN repeat, reported uh, on Twitter uh, and I quote Don't expect to see Stipe Miosic Fight again in 2019 He underwent a procedure On his major retina uh, Major retina injury uh, Excuse me What the fuck am I saying Major retina injury I said it right the first time I thought I thought we were talking about hands against so eye, but anyways, major retina injury after his last bout, and he's still recovering from that, and he's likely out the rest of 2019. So, looks like that won't go down until 2020. Um, you know, I'm thinking about that fight. You know, D, I, I, I want the first fight. DC got him. DC got him. You know, slept his ass. The funny, the thing is about the second one is DC hit him several times with that same punch that he hit him with the first time he hit him he hit him clean the only difference is he didn't put him out he did not put him out this time so um his power uh i mean i can't imagine he lost any power he did come in lighter though but he just didn't put him out he hit him right on the button on that first fight and you know, I'm trying to think what's going to be different this time. What What is going to change? I mean, Stipe lost, was losing on the cards in the second fight. And, you know, so I'm trying to think what are we going to see that's different? I mean, DC keeps saying, um, you know, he's going to fight him different. He's going to fight him. He's going to fight him, you know, do the things he was supposed to you know, I think he was upset that he didn't follow his coach's directions. So I'm curious, is DC gonna go the wrestling route? I mean, for the most part, um, DC has, you know, usually wanted to stand up. He did. He did take down, uh, uh, who was that? Uh, uh Derek. Uh, Derek Lewis. He took Derek Lewis down and beat him up. You know, so I I have a feeling he's gonna use more wrestling. I mean, in this second fight, he did lift up Steepa up above his head. I mean, he kind of he, he kind of manhandled him at first and, and was winning the fight. The only thing I noticed when they were boxing, when they were fighting, even in the first few rounds, I hate DC's defense. I mean, and and, and actually, if you think about how he defends, it goes it falls right in line on how Steepa ended up winning the fight and setting up the knockout. DC. You know, walks with his chin up, and he likes to block with his arms. He, he kind of reaches out with both arms up and kind of blocks the punches, like the looping punches with his arms, and he moves his head back. I, every time he, he he was fight or the whole time he was fighting, I'm like, fuck, he's going to get caught. Is he going to get knocked out? Because he just, he's not really like the, the boxing defense. He's kind of loopy, but he puts his hands up, and, you know, what does that open up? The body, and... Steep it finally started attacking that body those were some nasty nasty body punches and you know if you've ever hit been, been hit with a body punch those are not fun to be hit with and they were they were you know smashing into his rib cage so once he had once he got uh dc to drop his hands, the fight was over a little bit after that it didn't last much longer i mean literally those body punches took such a toll so fast that uh, DC dropped his hands and Stipe finished the fight with punches to the head. So, what's going to be different next? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is DC going to go out there, wrestle him, uh, and try to just ground and pound? Or, or what? Because I feel that Stipe's confidence is pretty high right now. I mean, he kind of found that body, and I feel he's going to go in there. I think Stipe was a little nervous going into that fight, kind of. You know, he had never been finished like that. And I think he was uh, a little worried to get finished again like that. Because he he didn't really let his hands loose at first. So, you know, curious to see if he goes in there loose and ready to go and let his hands go. And if DC looks to take the fight to the ground. So, looking forward to that. That's going to be next year sometime. Uh, Here's some other news uh, that I came across. And that's Khabib. Khabib uh, was interviewed by an article. Let me see. It was uh, Russian Channel One, so I guess it's not. A, I guess it's a TV station, maybe uh, in Russia. And um, he talked about where his next fight is going to be. So let's uh, let me find the quote here. It says, "Negotiations are continuing with the UFC. I really want to fight in Russia. I really want to fight here." I'm about 80% sure my next fight will be in Russia. Huh. Interesting. So he just got finished fighting in Abu Dhabi. And now he's saying he's 80% sure that his next fight's going to be in Russia. So, Tony, pack your bags, motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to Russia. Because 80%, I mean, that seems like a pretty good chance. I mean, Khabib uh sounds like he's pretty confident that that's going to get done and barring tony declining or you know UFC you know not giving him the right offer it sounds like tony's going to Russia uh i i thought that the UFC would want to have kabib come back to the states fight in vegas but i guess they're trying to grow man you know what they're trying to grow their brand They've kind of locked down the United States. They they got us. They reeled us in. They've had me, fucking twenty years, man. Seriously, I've been watching the UFC since I had to go to these little mom and pops, you know, rental places, and rent UFC one and UFC two and all that shit. But so they they got all of us. But they're really trying to move into international areas, you know, with uh, Wang Jing Mei Li. Mei Li from, uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, you know, the, uh, the new women's champion, man, that was huge for China, and now they're really trying to, I mean, they got, Russia has, you know, has a lot of fighters in the UFC, but, you know, I don't know, I can't remember if they've ever fought in Russia before, I'd have to look it up, but he wants to fight in Russia, and you know what, that's gonna be, uh, Really, uh, highly anticipated fight for them Russian fans. They're probably all looking forward to seeing their king, uh, Khabib, possibly the most dominant champion we have right now. Arguably, I mean, it's hard to argue argue against it. John Jones, but you know what? John Jones doesn't have very much competition right now, and his his uh, his, his uh, you know his boy DC just basically you know put a end to that long long uh you know rivalry cuz you know everyone was anticipating that they might fight again one day but it's that's not going to happen. DC finally said that's it. He's going to fight Steep and that's it. So back to Khabib, he's fighting possibly in Russia and and we'll see what happens. Uh some other news before we wrap this up. Algermain Sterling had uh, some surgery on his hand. And it's, it's, uh, I'm curious. It's, it's on his, let's see, it's on his right hand. And it's these little ligaments. It's called the scalpfulinate ligament tear. Uh, I don't know. I'm no doctor. It's in his hand near his wrist, little ligaments. And so he's down and out. So, I, I've never heard of this guy, but his name's Daniel Robertson. He apparently represents, um, Peter Yan who's you know quite high up there and in the rankings and he put on Twitter Peter Yan Peter's already accepted a fight versus Faber but Faber Uriah he's referring to is apparently re-retired if Frankie wants to fight in Vegas December 14th would be Peter's honor to fight a legend like him we wish funk master MMA a speedy recovery. So I looked into this guy, Ruby Daniel Rubinstein. He owns Ruby Sports and Entertainment and he and he represents quite a few fighters. Um and you know the funny thing is, is Uriah Favor responded uh, let me see if I can uh if I can find that response. Um this is what he says. He says, There uh, it is, right here. Let me see if I can play this." Steve, and Shelby been sitting around the house feeding each other corn dogs, rustling up each other's hair, talking about what's good for Ruby Sports. Keeping my name out of your mouth. I don't know what you're talking about. It's real good data today, so I'm dealing with my next possible fight. Have something to say about me, uh you can contact me, have my information. Until then, you guys keep taking turns taking out the trash and I'll work with Dana. Interesting, 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 huh? So Uriah was talking to Sean Shelby, the matchmaker from the UFC. So I, I don't know. Seems to be some animosity there. And uh you know i, I don't know all the backstory, story but really your eye favor is not re-retired he's looking to fight he's looking to book another fight and um, you know he said it right there he said keep my name out your mouth motherfuckers so those guys better check themselves for the wreck they self huh um, pretty much it man i'm going to wrap this one up funny thing is it's starting to rain out here in uh, in LA. It's like 80 degrees. starting to rain. We're not used to this shit. You know? But it's still nice out. It's still a beautiful day. So we're going to wrap this one up. I- I'd like to thank you guys all for tuning in to episode number two. And uh, we're just going to be keep getting better at this and keep getting better at this and keep getting better at this because I'm learning every day. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hone my skills And hopefully one day You guys will really enjoy this podcast So uh, until next time You know This is Danny And I'm out Peace Okay.